We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my sweetheart, my darling. I'm so honored to be hanging out with you on this glorious, sunshiny day. Just honored to be a part of your life and grateful that you're allowing Empower Radio to be part of yours. So years ago, after working really hard, I obtained my second PhD and completed my second book, Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out. I was so proud of myself. So I decided to reward myself with a girl's trip to Texas with my best girlfriends. One of my friends suggested we go horseback riding. I have to admit, I wasn't completely on board with the idea. I would have far preferred to go shopping, take a paint and sip class, and enjoy some fine dining. But it was only for a couple of hours in the afternoon, so I went along with the program. But something unexpected happened. While I was riding, I started laughing and crying at the same time. So I knew something big was going on. I felt peaceful. I felt present. I felt joyful. I felt giddy. I felt happy. Afterwards, my girlfriends and I just hung out with the horses, fed them some apples, and I felt so fulfilled and content, I didn't want to leave. When I got back to Idaho for my vacation, I checked around about taking some horseback riding lessons. I also participated in some equine coaching workshops, and then I found myself leasing a horse. Today, I own three horses, I ride Western, dressage, I've recently bought 10 acres so I can continue to celebrate and expand this amazing love affair. I love introducing my friends and clients to my magnificent, majestic beasts, and I constantly hear how peaceful and joyful they make everyone feel. What an unexpected adventure, and I have to say, I've never been happier. My work ethic has diminished, my ambition has been surrendered, and what matters most these days is simply living from my heart, aligned with my soul, enjoying my horses, connecting more deeply with my humans, and facilitating magical connections and miraculous moments. Today, we're here for a second show with someone who I know knows a lot about the horse-human connection, and I look forward to learning more from her and sharing her with you. We are here with Kate Nelligan. She's an equine-partnered life coach, career, writer, speaker, and healer whose life purpose is dedicated to the transformation that happens through the human-animal bond. Kate pairs her intuitive gifts with those of horses to help women with clarity, confidence, and connection. She also helps corporate organizations with inner power, emotional intelligence, and authentic communication. Kate is certified in equine experiential education and has a master's degree in spiritual psychology. She's been a TEDx speaker, a best-selling author, and has, a market, has been a marketing executive at major corporate entertainment companies. Kate is available for unique off-site team buildings, leadership retreats, private coaching sessions, and workshops at horse branches around Los Angeles and outside of Boulder, Colorado. She can also travel to your ranch as well. You can learn more about Kate at ConsciousRockStar.com or follow her on Instagram at Kate Nelligan Equine Coach. So, Kate, thank you for saying yes to a second show with us here on Journey to Center. Thanks so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yes, I'm looking forward to going a little deeper with this whole equine emotional human connection thing because it's what my life's all about these days. Yes, I know. So, I'm- Oh, me too. So let's just start with this. 
How would you explain or describe what makes the horse-human relationship so powerful and so unique? I think it is because horses have been next to us for so long in our journey, in our evolution, and they read us so well. They have watched us for so long and they are incredibly gifted and intuitive at reading where we're at emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. And so through that, we feel very seen, very heard, very understood, and we can't get away with much, right? We have to be held to this kind of uh, standard of congruency and authenticity and uh, living from our heart that they really ask of us, that they demand of us. There's just this partnership that's been there for so long in our psyche, in our in our DNA that then comes forward so powerfully in the connection, right? Whether it's either through riding or on the ground in all the ways that we choose to partner with them. Mm, and I like all of that. So, yeah, it seems to me horses just, they simply tell the truth. You can't really fool them very easily. You can't pull the wool over their eyes very easily. They can see through that and they they kind of bust you on that. Yes, I call them the best BS detectors on the planet. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So can you give us any kind of stories or examples of things that you've witnessed happen between horses and humans as you've facilitated this, these relationships and connections? Oh gosh, how many days do you have? <laughs> a lot, because this is important and matters. So we're going to do this. <laughs> oh goodness, yes, um, so much. I mean, I have seen you know women who've struggled with relationships, you know, romantic relationships, decide with a horse through the power of of the horse committing to them, decide that they're committed, and then find a partner after years of being single or years of having relationship issues. I mean, I've seen that happen five or six times where a woman all of a sudden is like, I'm ready. And, and, you know, the horse shows her what commitment looks like just through the energy of, of being together. And she manifests you know, a husband or a partner. It's fascinating. Mm. Um, I've seen a woman give up eating meat because she fell so in love with the horses that she felt like she couldn't eat animals anymore. I mean, there's just fascinating things that can really happen. I've seen healings that, you know, people haven't been able to achieve through going to multiple doctors. I mean, it's just, it's incredible what is available for people um, you know, I've seen very guarded men break down and cry. I've, I've seen um, major aha moments and insights that probably could have taken years in therapy. Um, so it's it's pretty, pretty powerful stuff. It's, I find in my personal growth journey of all the healing work and all the people I've been to for my own healing and personal growth that the horses are hands down the most powerful. Mm, interesting. And it sounds like it can be very vast and varied in regards mm-hmm. to people's experiences, sort of like they just meet you where you're at. And it depends on the individual. What happens next? It does. And I love that that's what's so present for the horses is they do meet you where you're at and they don't um, they don't have an agenda of what <laughs> needs to happen in a session. They really are just there for the unfolding. So I try often to just continue to throw away 
my own agenda and to stay really open to outcome and really unattached to the results because there's often a lot of miracles that I often say, wow, I couldn't have made that up. I could, there's no way that I could have ever predicted that that would happen. I love what you're saying. And I know um, for me, definitely getting out of my mind and cultivating the qualities of patience and just being present has been one of the biggest challenges and greatest gifts in my experience of working with the horses. Yes, I agree. That was mine as well. When I first started working with them before I really stepped into equine coaching for others, I gave myself about a year with my mare to understand what this work was for myself to really go into it, to be able to walk my talk. And I was coming out of a corporate world where it was very much about winning and results. And there was one exercise I had to do with her on the ground and I just couldn't get it. I, and I was so frustrated. I'm like, here I am, you know, 30 years of experience with horses. And I felt like just such a big failure. And, and then finally she really taught me how to do it and, and how it was more about relationship than about results and, and about the enjoyment of the process rather than the destination. And so I just finally was able to surrender into the way of the horse. And then it just became easier. It just mm -hmm. was all about how we were in partnership and how we were in relationship. But yes, becoming present is huge. And that's where they live, right? And so to really connect with them, we actually have to be willing to get even more present than we may be ever used to. Yeah. It, and it seems like there's so many layers. And it's like, it's just, I've been doing this for I've had my uh, rescue, my Amish rescue cart horse for two years, and I feel like I'm just getting started on this journey with him. But I have found the less I push, the more responsive he is. The less I have an agenda, the more he wants to be with me. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right, we're going to just relax and enjoy the journey. That's, that's all this is. Yes, yes. So much so. Yeah, there's so much that they have taught me about letting go of that, <laughs> the control. And I think what's interesting is a lot of people can sometimes be drawn to horses because they have control issues. Yes, yes. <laughs> I totally see that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. And, and that was me in the beginning too, but you know, I didn't know better. I grew up riding where, you know, we, I was barked at every five seconds, keep your heels down, keep, you know, put your hands here. And I was like, Oh my gosh. So my perfectionism actually came from riding when I was a kid mm -hmm. and it's helped me break all of that down by having to be on the ground with them. And, you know, the mare that I had um, was leasing. She got melanoma and I couldn't ride her. And so we had to connect on the ground. And that really changed everything for me because being in that kind of eye to eye space really helped me to realize that we were fully equals. There was no control over her from her back or a bit or anything else. And so it was 100 percent about okay, what are we going to do together? How can we play? And I just recently got into positive reinforcement training and I'm completely in love with it because it's zero push. It's all about reward. It's all about the staying present to the try, making it fun. And now my horse leaves the pasture and her herd and her food to hang out with me. And there's no better feeling in the world than that. Yeah, so. because they can choose to be with you or choose not to. And when they do, it just Oh my gosh, my heart just expands. It's like, oh, you're choosing to be with me. This is so wonderful. It's just like, it's like heaven on earth. Yes, 
Yes. And it, I don't know. I've had this experience, Kate, and you can tell me whether I'm smoking crack here or not. And that would be fine, you know, because it's so awesome when I do this. Um, sometimes I'll um, just groom Samson because he he wasn't rideable when I first got him. He was he was highly abused. He was not trusting. He was he was crazy, man. But I would just spend a lot of time with him on the ground, just grooming him and talking to him and giving him treats. And sometimes I would just be looking at him. And it was like he would move his eye closer and closer and closer to me. And I'm just like, is this my imagination? It feels like he's just like, he would be like a half inch away from me looking in my eye. And I would just stand there and just, just like, I don't know what's going on here. Is this actually really happening? And my other horse started doing this too. And it just feels like this like authentically intimate connection. And I'm like, is this, is this happening? What's happening here? What's going on here? Has that ever happened to you? Yes, I love that. I love that you're noticing that. That's so awesome because it's the subtle. It's horses are all in the subtle. There's so much in their subtle communication. Mm-hmm. What did it feel like to you and when, when they do that? What is your experience besides the intimacy, which I so feel? Is there anything else that? Well, it just feels like it feels like trust. It feels like love. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, are you really capable of loving me? Is this possible? Mm-hmm. I mean, it seems like it's too good to be true. <laughs> oh, they love us so much. Yeah, no, they do. They And they love complete strangers is my experience too. I mean, I've seen the horses love complete strangers who've never done anything for them or to them and just fully give space. I've seen this happen with certain friends, how they seem to be drawn to some people and not to others. And um, and I've seen them be drawn to people that were afraid, but honest about their fear rather than people that had like um, false masks or facades. It seems like they didn't really want to be around those people. Yes, it's true because they have a tendency to not want to be with us when we're very much in our head and or when we are feeling one thing and saying the opposite. They, and some of them will, will test you in my experience. Cause I've worked with over a hundred horses at this point and they will, wow. they'll actually come up and test you. They'll, they'll, they'll be like, do you really feel that? Do you really? <laughs> and others will ignore you. And then we have the conversation, you know, in the coaching space of like, how does that feel? What does that remind you of? And like what's going on and, you know, being able to help call people out on these things and see if they're willing to get really real, really honest. And most are, most are, most feel that they are more honest around a horse than around anyone else because they feel like they have to be in so many ways. But, you know, one of my mares at one point when I was having a pity party, she was in the opposite side of the arena. She wanted nothing to do with me. And until I started to run self-forgiveness, she wouldn't, she wouldn't come near me. And then I finally, like, as I was really went inside and I was just running self-forgiveness, um, she came over and put her head over me and just stood there, you know, in the arena with her head dropped over me. And she was like, that's the path. That's the way, you know? So they, they often mirror so much of what's going on inside of our inner world, or at least expose it. I think they shine light on it is, is my sense of it. Not as much mirror it, but but really, um, there's so much light with them that it's impossible to not see some of the these other truths, these other things going on. Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. And um, 
it's it's so unexpected. This is not what I thought I'd be doing with my life, but I'm happy. <laughs> so I'm not going to like argue about it or complain about it anymore. I'm just enjoying the journey. And, you know, you brought up a good point. Oftentimes, you know, when I first write, started writing, it was at a dressage um, place and, and a lot of people there were very ambitious. And I was like, Tammy, what are your intentions? Intentions? What are you going to do? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just like being here. I don't know what's going on. And to this day, I still don't have a real agenda. I'm allowing the horses to let me know what they enjoy because I don't want to force them to conform into any of my ideals or visions. One of my horses seems to really enjoy being in the show arena. And the other one's like, hell no. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, we'll do what you want to do. And, you know, if it changes, that's okay, too. So I, I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm in the passenger seat. I'm in, I'm, I'm, I'm not, I don't have the steering wheel with this one. I feel like God's in control and then the horses are telling me and I'm just along for this really incredible ride. Mm, I love it. Well, it's so great that you're listening to them because I, I often find it so interesting when people are like, well, I want to, I want to show, so I'm going to make my horse do it. And it's, it's that kind of like parent that wants their kid to play soccer because they want to be a soccer mom. And I'm like, yeah, ever asked if that's really their joy. So I think we need to really listen to our horses because they, they know what they want to do. They know what they're here for. And, you know, um, like my mare did not want to do trail rides and she was, she tripped every time and she was not rideable because she wanted to be a therapy horse. She wanted to do healing work with humans. And that, you know, was me listening to her and taking, taking a chance on her and knowing that it's okay to have a horse that's not rideable. Right. I never would have said that when I was younger, thought that's what you did with horses, right. but yeah, the willingness to be in the passenger seat and to really let them lead, it can take us on these magical journeys. Cause I never really thought of myself as a healer and I wasn't able to even say that word until recently, but the horses just kind of showed me that that's their path and their path with me and, and my own as well. So it, it came through listening. It came through me, you know, my mare one day literally was like, can you get me a massage table? And I went, what? And luck <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> right. But luckily that video was going around that there's a virtual video of horses doing work on humans as they lay on massage tables. And I went, well, if this is meant to be, I'll just put it out to the universe and see what happens. And within a couple of days, a client gave me her massage table and I was <laughs> doing a session. But as soon as I started, you know, my mare wouldn't come over to the table and I went, oh my goodness, this is not, I made this whole thing up in my head. And then I just started hearing her say, take my halter off, take their shoes off, you know? And I was like, oh, there was a process for this. And then it was just magic. Like I've never, you know, watching her work was, you know, to this day in the greatest moments of my life. And, and knowing that, um, Horses are capable of so much more than we could ever possibly imagine, you know, and they're great riding buddies too, right? There's that also, but there's so many different things that is inside the horse. I just think my desire is that we do listen to them more. So I'm glad. I love you that. I'm feeling inspired. I, I want to do that. <laughs> I put a table up in their little stall and see what happens. Yeah. They're just so incredible. How fun. Well, I do feel like we have to get out of our head and get out of our own way and surrender control, which isn't easy because control is the master addiction. Yes. And then it starts to feel like to me, I've had the same experience, like something will drop into my awareness, not from my logical thinking mind. 
And then I'll get a prompt and I'm like, that can't be right. That can't be right. But then I'll do it. And I feel like life opens up and these gifts and these blessings and this bounty just starts to occur spontaneously. Like every day is Christmas. And I was having a conversation <laughs> with God about this. I said, this is, this is wild. And he goes, all I ever wanted to do was gift you. I want to gift you abundantly, but we have to um, get out of our own way. Yeah, We have to open our mind and heart to this way of being that's filled with um, not knowing and a sense of wonder. And like we had talked about in our last show, getting in touch with the inner child. And it's not necessarily a natural way of being as far as how we are hardwired as human beings. It's like we have to do some real rewiring to start living a soulful life. Mm-hmm. Yes, we do. It's so much unlearning. That's really what happened to me the most with the horses when I came out of a corporate environment where I was so conditioned for results and to win. I was so in my masculine energy and I, horses helped me unlearn a lot of behaviors. They helped me to really let go of what I thought was important for what really matters and so much of just changing what I was doing to really honor being the energies of being, because oh, that's gosh. mostly, that's the horses, the horses. It's not so much what they're doing. It's really about how, how they're being. And they, they teach us that in so many ways. So, oh gosh, that's been my experience and it continues to be, I mean, it's just so unexpected. You know, I thought it was going to be this like public speaker and traveling and speaking. And I was on, I was on track to do it, but I found it not that fulfilling. It was exhausting. And then I started, I, I met this horse had no intention of buying a horse. I saw him and I was like, let me go get my purse because I'm going to buy this horse. And the guy tried to dissuade me. He's like, buy any horse, but that horse. I'm like, nope, that's my horse. You can't ride him. He's crazy. He's unpredictable. He's all these things. I'm like, I was like, this is insane. This makes zero sense. So I gave him some money and I went home and I was like having a panic attack and I was meditating and I'm like, God, this makes no sense. <laughs> and he was like, no, it won't from your limited human perspective, but trust the process and enjoy the journey. And I just kept making payments on him and I was planting seeds and my husband's like, you're not buying a horse. I'm like, oh yeah, I am. <laughs> Five months later, he realized I bought a horse. And now I have a second horse and a third horse and he just bought me 10 acres. And now he's kind of on board and it's been fascinating to witness his transformation because he's been a very driven, ambitious man. And five years later, finally, after getting him out there repeatedly, he's starting to relax. And I'm like, honey, we need to go. We have to go to the airport because we have 10 or 15 more minutes. He's sitting in the shade, smiling, <laughs> like, who are you and what have you done with my husband? Oh my God. I love that. It's kind of shocking. <laughs> that is so neat. Yes. That's so neat. I've been seeing more photos of him with the horses and I'm like, this is so great. Like it is. It's so, what I feel like it does for men in many ways is it gives them permission to just be and not have to perform. Right. It, yeah, that's what it did for exactly. my masculine. It, it gave me that like, Hey, you can just relax and take a breath. I have a a great story about some corporate men that shifted through the horses, but it's, it has been so neat to watch. And I do, I do believe that it doesn't always make sense. 
um, our path, our soul's calling doesn't always make sense right away. And then eventually it does, or we can look back and we can see how it's changed. And I do also believe to your point about the being gifted by the, by God, by the universe. I so feel that too. And sometimes if I feel stuck, that's actually my prayer. Like, please let me remove anything that might be blocking the gifts coming in the good. Oh, I love you know? that. That's powerful. Yeah. yeah so, you know, years ago, I was like, God, what you what would you have me do? And I would hear B. But what would you have me do? B. But what would you have me do? <laughs> <laughs> this went on for quite some time. Just be in your loving, be in your loving. But it didn't that didn't make a lot of sense to me at that point. It makes so much sense to me now. Yeah. It's the only thing that matters anymore. Just yeah. being in my heart, being in my loving. And a big part of that is just being with my horses and introducing my friends to my horses. And I can really see a, an upcoming chapter in my life having you out at my Yay. acreage and my place and learning more from you um, because you bring me so much joy. And these days I trust my joy. Mm, thank you. Me too. I would love that. I'm so excited for your new property and I love watching your story. You always give me so much hope and inspiration because that's my dream to have a ranch with my husband at some someday. So that's like, I love watching. I'm like, well, Tammy's doing it. So well, it's unexpected. You know, and I heard years ago, just be the living example of the principles and people will go, what? I'm even doing that. What? <laughs> but mm. I'm enjoying the journey. And I think that really is the point of our human experience is to, to be able to relax into faith and know that we're loved and enjoy the journey. That's my experience with the horses. That's my experience with my spiritual connection. That's my experience with doing this radio show. That's my experience with you, Kate. Thank you. So just so grateful. Okay. We just have a little bit of time, honey. How can people get a hold of you? Mm, thank you. Currently it's consciousrockstar.com. We'll soon be katenelligan.com and Facebook and Instagram is Kate Nelligan Equine Coach. And then I have a horse lovers community on Facebook called Equine Rockstars. Um, but more to come in the sharing of the horses. I would love to help more people become equine coaches, equine facilitated educators, if that's something they feel is in their soul's calling. So I'm excited to do more of that in the near future. Yes, please. I'm raising my hand. That's my soul's <laughs> calling. So maybe you can help me continue to expand in this uh, this insane um, roller coaster love fest journey. And I'm just so grateful. And to my friends, thank you for hanging out with us. I'm so grateful for your presence in my life. Please be in touch with me, TammyBPhD.com or on Facebook or on Instagram, Journey to Center. You're my heart, my prayers. I'm so grateful for you. I love you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. 